Hello, welcome to PRWC Worcester podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We pray that in your time spent with us, you will be blessed and edified even as we grow in faith. Please enjoy and may the Spirit of God illuminate your hearts. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. We want to thank God so much for this day and uh, what he's doing in our lives. Um, we give God all praise for even the miracles that have already begun. Yeah, the ones that are yet to unfold. To him be all glory, honor, power, Amen. and dominion. Amen. Even in Jesus' name. We also want Amen. to acknowledge uh, our area head who is also fellowshipping with us tonight. Papa, Amen. welcome once again. Thank you for being there for us. And we pray that your covering would overshadow us even in the presence of the Lord, even as we all feel his presence tonight. He's moving in this place. He's moving in this place. The spirit of the Lord is moving in this place. The spirit of the Lord moving in this place oh he's moving in this place he's moving in this place the spirit of the lord hey he's moving in this place the spirit of the lord is moving in this place, the spirit of the Lord, he's moving in this place, the spirit of the Lord, he's moving in this place, he's healing in this place, he's healing in this place, yeah, he's healing in this place. The Spirit of the Lord is healing in this place. The Spirit of the Lord is healing in. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is healing in this place. The Spirit of the Lord is healing in this place. Let's begin to open your mouth and speak in the language of the Spirit, somebody. Moving in this place, Jesus. Moving on this Jesus. Moving on this place, oh God. Move on this platform, Jesus. And the boss of Andale, Bere and the boss. Ramakabatande, the boss on the Bere and Abra. Amo, Setelebuli and Alabande. 
Yes, Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord. Move in this place. The Spirit of the Lord. They move in this place. Father, we honor you. 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 Give you all praise and we give you honor, oh God. May your presence be felt tangibly in our midst tonight. Speak to our hearts and minds, oh God. May you take us deeper into where you are. Ah, so that we, Father, will, re will be revealed unto the deeper things in yes. your kingdom. We're ready, oh God, for you. We're ready for you. Amen. May you move in our midst with power and authority, Amen. even in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We want to bless the Lord, church. We are in day number 12 of our silo 2021. And uh, tonight we have a simple task to talk about, which is the embodiment of the whole theme that we began with, which is the fact that we want to delve deeper into the things of the Lord and so that we can soar higher and go into our destined places and wherever the Lord has purpose for you and I to pursue. Last night I was um, had a privilege to minister in Cincinnati. Those of you that were wondering, I wasn't on the line, and I heard that the Lord moved mightily. And likewise, the Lord is doing great things in the whole church. And it was so amazing to see uh, men and women who were so yearning for the deeper things of the Lord, even in Cincinnati, Daddy. praying their hearts out and just didn't want to stop. Even when the time was way over, they just wanted to still be online because they just want more and more of this Jesus. It is my prayer that even as we also have started this year, oh, our thirst and hunger for him will be endless. That we will desire more and more, long after him more and more, so that he would fill us as he has promised to fill us this year. We began this journey, just want to go quick recap because we end in on Sunday, Saturday, we're having a family fellowship. But just a real quick recap. High sub, I'm due for a purge, is what we began with, that the Lord will purge us, take all the gooey stuff away from us so that he can fill us anew. We went on Tuesday talking about Rima, asking the Lord to teach us his ways because there's no way we can pursue where he wants us to go, no way we can possess territories and nations when we don't have a roadmap, an agenda, a place to go. And therefore, we ask God that through his word, he will teach us his ways. 
On Wednesday of last week, we said, walk. We've been sleeping for so long. This time, we just want to be awakened, ready to walk in the newness of mind and power. That mindset of defeaters, that mindset of fear, that mindset of failure. We have come to the realization that greater is he that lives in us than he that lives in the world. For that reason, we are awakened, walk. We are walking in the newness of mind and power. And then we entered into war room, wanted to know the power and the essentials of prayer in revival. It takes prayer. One of our old founding fathers said, the work is prayer and prayer is the work. We can talk all we want, but if we don't engage in prayer, if we don't love to pray, if we don't breathe and eat prayer, there is nowhere we can go. We can't possess no nation without prayer. And therefore, we just speak about the essentials of prayer in war room. On Friday, we said we were amped because we want to be ignited by the Spirit of God. And we asked him to ignite himself in us, to make himself tangibly felt so that he can use us for his own glory. And of course, on Sunday, the power and the mandate of the church was made bare to us, making us aware that God has called us for a purpose. Not only that, but he's equipped us with a mandate, with power, with unction, to be able to pursue this purpose that he's called us. And this week, Monday, we started with another topic where we did talk about, use me, O God, breaking free from the spirit of apathy, that which has kept us away, that kept us lukewarm, that has kept us aloof, uh, that has kept us indifferent with the things of the Lord, that God take that spirit away from us, and may we yearn after the things of God. May we begin to put our hands to the plow so that we'll be able to pursue these places that you have purposed for us to pursue. So therefore, we pray that God will rid us of the spirit of apathy. We did talk about winged up, soaring into my destined places, talking about where God has purposed us to be. We will mount wings like eagle. We will run, not get weary. We would walk and not faint until we have landed at those destined places because that is our mandate, that is our purpose this year. And therefore I pray that by this time you have mount wings like eagle and you are going to fly into your destined places. We did talk about dunamis from Pastor John of Springfield. Made us aware that it is the power that is able to break. The power that is able to break through any obstacle, any blockade. The power that is able to cause us to ha um, have the ability to do miracles. I, I remember him mentioning that. And we pray that the giftings of miracles will be upon us. That the power Amen. of God in Amen. us will be made manifest. Dunamis, that breaking through power. If we have been lingering about by that blockade, if there is a barrier that prevents us from going to the next level by virtue of this dunamis power in us, we will break through, we will break through, we will break through anything that entangled us in the years to come. This year is a different year. We are breaking out of our bubble. We are breaking out of our boxes. We are breaking out of our comfort zones, getting to a level where the Lord would have the freedom to use us for his own glory. And of course, yesterday we talked about fired up, fired up. Though I wasn't on there, I know that you were fired up for God because we wanted to maintain this revived life. If this fire that is bubbling and burning and blazing us would quench, then we have wasted our time these 14 days. But we pray that a fire would not quench 
The fire will not die. It must continually burn in us so that we'll be able to do exactly what God has asked us to do, even to his glory. Tonight, we are just talking about all these things encompassed into one. And we want to have a deep dive, a deep dive, pursuing the mysteries and riches of his glorious inheritance, pursuing the mysteries and riches of his glorious inheritance. Why the need for a deep dive, brothers, even as we've gone through these two days, I mean, two weeks of fasting and prayer. Couple of things, because the glorious inheritance of God is reserved for you and I, those who believe, and we'll talk about it in scripture in a few minutes. Number two, we have a great power to unleash according to the word of God. So one, there is a glorious inheritance for you and I to pursue, and they have been reserved for those who believe in Christ Jesus. Number two, there is an amazing, exceeding great power for those who are in Christ for us to unleash it. Hence, we need to have a deep dive. And lastly, there are mysteries to unveil. Sometimes we are just scratching on the surface. There are times where Christians get to the point where we think we have landed just scratching and feeling comfortable on the surface. The Lord says there are more deeper mysteries. There are more of me to know. There are more inheritance for you to dig for. And therefore, we don't want to sit at a shallow end. We want to go deeper so that we can know more of this great God. Paul says that I may know him even at the level yes. where he is at a higher point of his career or ministry, a point where he could see heavens in stages all the way to the third heavens. He still says, may I know you more. We pray that we will not feel comfortable in whatever level that the Lord has brought us, but we will pursue more into the mysteries and the riches of his glorious inheritance. That is our agenda tonight. And I pray that even as we go through scripture, the Lord will whip your appetite. The Lord will cause you to be thirsty for him more. The Lord will cause you to hunger for the things of the deep so that you and I will go deeper and deeper and deeper, not just tonight, but all the days of our life. As long as we remain in Christ, we want to know more of him, the fullness of God, so that there will be nothing, absolutely nothing that we will lack even in our work and relationship with Christ Jesus. Turn scripture with me to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 to 21. Ephesians 1, 15 to 21. I want to go through this carefully because that's the foundation of what we're going to be talking about. The second scripture is Ephesians 3, 8 to 11. Ephesians 3, 8 to 11. So first one is Ephesians 1, 15 to 21. <clears throat> And the second one is Ephesians 3, 8 to 11. Let's do Ephesians 1 first. This is Paul speaking to the church. This letter was written to the ecclesia, the church. Now, note carefully that he is not writing to unbelievers. This is for us, you and I, the church. And this is what Paul says. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and the love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. This is his prayer. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of all glory, may give you, note carefully, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. My prayer, church, 
is that the God of all glory, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, will give us spiritual wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, number one. Amen. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, note that carefully, mm. being, it's not a one-time thing because there's mm. so much of him to be revealed. So mm. it's a continuous thing. Today, I want to see him anew. Tomorrow, I want to see him anew. Next week, I want to see him anew. The way I knew him back in 2015, 2016, 2017, even last year, even yesterday, even a few seconds ago, I want to know more. Therefore, being enlightened, your mm. eyes and understanding being enlightened, you may know what is the hope of his calling. The hope of his calling. Hey, just like Jeremiah, scripture says, when you were a blood clot in your mother's womb, I knew you and I set you apart. There is a purpose that God has for every single one of us. At the sound of my voice, if you're hearing me, God says I should let you know that you are not an accident. You didn't just come in and just landed. You were specifically created for a purpose. Amen. And Paul is praying, and tonight, virtue of PRWC, that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened, that we may know the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? Let me let me let me stop here and make a little analogy. Those of you that are from Ghana, in the western part of Africa, there is what they call the Galamse, right? The Galamse is all kind of like an illegal type of mining where, you know, excuse me, say those who are poor would just go there and find some land where they believe there's some gold there and they will dig shallow, shallow digging. They will make themselves all dirty just because they want a little bit of gold from that. Some of them will toil the whole week and at the end of the week, they just get a little bit of gold. Now, there is also the other people who are rich and have the equipment, they have the machines, they have all the resources. And when they find a piece of land, within days, they are able to dig deep and find riches that those doing galamse cannot even do in a year. Now, many Christians, for whatever reason, live a life as those that do galamse. This is what the Spirit of the Lord was telling me yesterday and today. We are just scratching the surface. We are toiling all around the surface, thinking that we can get some inheritance from just the surface. But tonight, the Lord wants me to tell you that there are deeper inheritance for you. There are deeper ministries for you. What you need is to delve deep. And not only that, he's giving you the resources to be able to delve deeper. The Spirit of the Lord is taking us somewhere, church. A place that we've never been, a place where we've never landed, a place where we're not familiar with, boy, a place where sometimes we're not comfortable with, but that is where he's taking us because that is where he wants us to be because that is where our inheritance in Christ is. You can't just be scratching the surface. This year, we're going somewhere, P.I. I said, this year, we're going somewhere. I am praying that somebody will be stirred up in his spirit and say, I am tired of the shallowness. I want to go deeper. I want to go deeper. I want to go deeper so that I will know the inheritance that Christ has reserved for those of us who believe. Not only that, verse 19, 
And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? Power. Somebody, you are in your room, say power. What it means wow. is there is power stored up for you and I. I've said this many times. The, the saddest thing in the world is to see somebody who is from a royal family, royalty, working as a slave and a slave sitting on his horse for him. We work sometimes as people who not don't know who we are. We just work anyhow. We talk anyhow. We think anyhow. When the world is thinking the sudden way, we think along with them. When the world is behaving the sudden way, we behave the same way with them. But we are unique. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own special people called out. Ecclesia. We heard that on Sunday. And he has given us power. Power. To those who believe. And listen to what he's saying. That power is in accordance to the same power which he worked when he raised Christ from the dead. Last Friday or Wednesday, Pastor John told us about that dynamis power, that resurrection power that bolted through that, that, that womb, if you will, and then began to breathe new life into the dead body of Jesus Christ and brought up him out of the dead. He says in the same spirit, the same power, the same dunamis, the same exousia, the same kratos power lives in you. It will quicken your mortal bodies. Tonight, I'm here to present to everyone who believes in Christ Jesus that you got power. You, you have power. There is something in you that you just need to unleash it. Amen. But the sad thing is sometimes we don't even know how much power we got. And so Paul was praying. And tonight that's our prayer. That, oh Lord, we pray, grant us a spirit of wisdom. Grant us a spirit of revelation in the knowledge of you. May our eyes of our understanding be enlightened, being enlightened continuously. So that one, we will know the hope of our calling. Two, we will know the riches and the glory of your inheritance in us, the saints. Four, that the exceeding greatness of your power will be made manifest towards us who believe. Because that power is synonymous, the same power that raised you from Christ. What it means is if there is any deadness in my life, by virtue of that power dwelling in me, there shall be life. If there is any weakness in my life, by virtue of this power in me, I shall be strong. If there is no you know, element, essence, whatever, richness in me, by the power that is in me, I am rich. If I am working in mediocrity, some of you, you are just barely catching up. You are just barely hanging in there. I told you the other day on Sunday, hanging in there is no longer a part of our vocabulary. We are established in Christ. Why? Because we got power. We're not going to allow any wind blowing us up and down just like that. We are delving deeper, taking our rightful position in Christ Jesus because that's who we are. He says, for those who believe. For those who believe. Ephesians 3, 8, 11. I'm building a foundation here so that when we get into what I'm talking about, it makes more sense to you. Ephesians 3, 8. This is the same Paul talking about the mystery. It says, to me, who am less and the least of all saints, other verses of all the apostles, this grace was given me, talking about his ministry, the purpose of his calling, the hope of his calling. Paul has found that. Oh, how I pray that we will find ours. This grace was given to me that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of God 
in Christ Jesus, the unsearchable riches. It, it, it's, it's amazing that there is a treasure for you and I to find. There, there, is, there is mysteries for you and I to unveil. There is power for you and I to unleash. But Paul says, I was given that grace that I will preach to the Gentiles, those who did not know, those who were blind, those who were oblivious to the power and the riches that they possess, that they would know. That if they were poor, now they are rich. If they were weak, now they are strong. If they think they couldn't do it, now they can do it. That was my ministry. And what he's saying, to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of ages had been hidden in God, who created all things through Christ Jesus, to the intent, watch this, that now, somebody say now, 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 the manifold wisdom of God, might be made known by the church to principalities and powers in heavenly places. PIWC, we have a purpose. You are not brought to this church by accident. You are not a spectator. You are not just there so that somebody will lay hands on you to pray. You are the one that's going to lay hands on others. Why? Because Paul is saying that a mystery has been unveiled to those who believe. Power has been unleashed to those who are in Christ Jesus. And what is that supposed to be? The intent, the intention of God is that the manifold wisdom of God might be made known, may be displayed, may be manifested by the church to principalities, to powers in heavenly places. This year, we are possessing territories. This year, we are possessing nations. This year, we are possessing our families. This year, we are possessing our communities. Why? Because that is the intent of God concerning us who believe the church called out and endued with power to show forth his manifold wisdom to principalities, to powers in heavenly places because it is his internal or eternal purpose which he has already accomplished in Christ Jesus. The task has already been done. The deposit has already been put in us. The exousia power is in us. Dunamis is in us. Kratos is in us. All that we need is in us. What we need to do is delve deeper, begin to dig and grab all these mysteries, all these inheritance, all these powers, and begin to make it manifest to principalities and powers in this generation, in this our world, in this our community. My prayer is this year, PRWC, we don't walk aloof. We walk as people who know who we are with power and authority. Decreeing and declaring that says the Lord concerning a particular situation. That we don't listen to what's going on and let that affect us and make us stagnant. But we are on fire for Jesus. Doing the Lord's business. That is our mandate. And that is what I pray. That the Lord will cause you and I to do. Now let's get deep. Turn with me, Ezekiel 47, 1 to 10. Just want to go through that quickly and see the importance of why we need to get deeper. This is Ezekiel, the prophet of God. And God wanted to show him something. Look, I've said this many times, church. The moment any of us feel that we have landed, that's the moment we begin to fall. The very moment that we feel that, oh, come on, I, I think I've prayed enough. Oh, I think I've studied enough. Uh, I think I've given enough. I think I've served enough. When we get to that mindset, that philosophy, that is the time that we begin to fall. This is Ezekiel, a prophet of God. And God wanted to show him a revelation. 
As Paul says, I pray that God will grant you the spirit of revelation so that you will know deeper things. And here, this is a revelation. Ezekiel 47, 1 to 10. I want to go through this slowly because we're going to build a case out of it. We will talk about the essence and the importance of getting deeper and how to get deeper. And then we will pray. Now, this is Ezekiel, verse 1. It says, then he brought me back to the door of the temple and there was water. You might want to take note of that. The Spirit of God, the angel, the man who is leading him to the deeper realms of the kingdom, brought him to the door of the temple. Talking about the church, not as in a physical temple in this context per se, but as in a church, the body of Christ. Brought me to the door and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple towards the east from the front of the temple faced east and the water was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar what is he talking about water is being uh, uh, synonymous to the holy spirit jesus says he who believes in me rivers of living water will gush out of him every time we talk about water in the spiritual realm he's referring this to the holy spirit of course this prophecy is that which was yet to come because it's been prophesied in the old testament but what he's saying is underneath the power of the church the substance of the power of the church the essence of the power of the church is the holy spirit it is he that flows underneath it so the undercurrent the undergarden of what you see on the physical is that which is in the supernatural the power of god flowing through the temple underneath the temple Oh, how I pray this year, PRWC, that the power of God will flow underneath us as we begin to move, as we begin to walk, as we begin to possess. May the power of God carry us. May the wind of God fly us to the place where God intends for us to be. The water was flowing underneath the temple. And listen to verse 2. And he brought me out by the way of the north. And let me around the outside of the outer gate that faces the east. And there again was water running out of the right side. Implication, explanation, interpretation. Everywhere the presence of the Lord is. Everywhere the people of God is. Everywhere those who believe are gathered. The water was flowing there. The presence of the Holy Spirit was there. It is it, him that gathered them together. It is him that gives them the power. It is him that gives them the revelation. It is him that gives them wisdom to operate. It is him that enables them to do what they couldn't do before. Why? Because it was always flowing through every facet of the church. Amen. A couple of years ago, we went to council meeting. I think Papa is on the line. He may remember. And then the apostle that was preaching asked a poignant question says, have you ever gone to church and the Holy Spirit had not come and you didn't even realize? And on the reverse side, have you ever gone to church and the Holy Spirit is moving and you still didn't even realize? Sometimes that's the way we are. We keep saying it as a cliche. Oh, the presence of the Lord is here. Oh, the presence of the Lord is almost all around us. Yes, he is. But when he's moving, we can't even say it. Here, the Lord said we should get deeper. Acknowledge the fact that at our meetings, in our midst, everywhere we go, he is the one undergirding us, flowing through every facet of our movement. All we need to do is recognize his presence. One. But not only that, because check verse three out. Then the men went out to the east 
with a line in his hand and he measured 1,000 cubits. And then he brought me through the water. Somebody, through the water. Don't stand on the banks. We dig down deeper. Deep dive is what we're talking about tonight. He measured 1,000 cubit feet. Says, let's start from here. And he took me through the water. And the water came to my ankles. Verse 4. Again, he measured 1,000 cubits and brought me through that waters. And the water came to my knee. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the water. And then it came to my waist. Again, he measured 1,000, and then he brought me through the water, and this time it was a river that I could not cross. Oh, hallelujah. For the river was so deep. Water which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. Listen, this year we don't want ankle anointing. We don't want knee anointing. We don't want waist anointing. We don't even want neck anointing. We want that overflow anointing. The one in which when the Spirit of God takes us in, we are swimming in it. He's taking us through it. He's engulfing us in it. Our total being is engulfed in Him. Our minds, our will, our passion, our zeal is all submerged in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That is what the Lord was revealing to Ezekiel. Delve deep. There are deep things in my kingdom. But I want to show you something, Ezekiel. If you can pursue those things, if you can retrieve those things, if you can unleash those powers, if you can have that divine revelation and wisdom, you got to go deep through the waters. Don't stay at ankle deep. Don't stay at knee deep. Don't stay at waist deep. Mm, not even neck deep. You should be in a place where you can't walk, but you have no choice but to swim in it. Swim in it. And that is what? The Lord showed him. Vision, revelation. Check verse 7 out. He brought me out of that vision, if you will, and then placed me this time on the bank of the river. In other words, there's a place where you get to where you have to swim, and then when you swim and able to, you get to a destined place, the bank of the river. But for purposes of my vision, let me take you out, take you back to the bank of the river, and show you something. And this is what the Lord was showing Ezekiel. Verse 7. When I returned there, along the bank of the river, were very many trees on one side and the other. Then he said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region, not the one in Kumase, Okra, or Ghana, goes down into the valley and enters the sea. And when it reaches the sea, look carefully, this water from the temple, this power of the Holy Spirit, this anointing of the Holy Spirit, this grace of the Holy Spirit that undergirds the church, you and I, those who believe, when we are able to swim in it and we are able to take his path and he's able to move us from the church, right? This is from the church into the sea, talking about the whole worldwide. Listen, we have to break out of our bubble, church. When it gets to that level into the sea, when it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. Its waters are healed. Church interpretation. When we are so deep into the things of the Lord, 
When God fills us so much of himself in us, when we become so much overflow in his anointing, we will burst forth out of our churches, we'll burst forth out of our selfish ambitions, we'll burst forth out of our own comfort zones. And everywhere we go, every place we stand, every territory we touch, there would be healing. Healing. That is what he's saying. Amen. And I pray this year, even as our theme says, revive to possess nations, you and I will say, Lord, take me deep. Lord, take me deep. May I begin to swim in the mysteries of the kingdom so that when I'm back up and I'm beginning to work in my neighborhood, beginning to work on my campuses, beginning to work in my workplaces, that which is in me, that rivers of living water will begin to burst forth and begin to infect everyone I come into contact with. But this time it is an infection of life, the eternal life of God. Because you said everywhere the water touches, there is healing. May the Lord do us so, PRWC, in every aspect of our lives, this year and the years ahead. And he says, it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever this river goes, shall live. Oh, hallelujah. If there was dead, deadness, death, uh, lukewarmness, uh, 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 barrenness, unfruitfulness, back in the days, this year, because we are deep into the things of the Lord. Listen, you come out so much filled with the power of the Holy Spirit that wherever you go, there shall be life. It brings me to the story of Elisha. Died, buried, because he can't get anybody to pass the anointing to. Me paraphrasing. This scripture doesn't say that. But then he's dead, buried. Somebody else is dead. They were going to bury him. Thieves were coming over. People dumped the dead body. Fortunately for him, he goes and rolls and touches Elisha's bones. And that person is alive. What the power. We pray that in our dispensation, where the Holy Spirit lives in us, here, 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 he has a reside, residence in us. Whatever we touch, whatever we do, if it is dead, may life come into it. In the name of Jesus. What it also means that when we gather as a people, the ecclesia in our church, there is no lukewarmness. There is always revival. There is life because the power of God will be made manifest even in a gathering of his people. This is the revelation that God showed Ezekiel. It is the same revelation that Paul was praying in the dispensation of Christ because all these visions and revelations and all prophecies were embodied in Christ Jesus. And when Christ came to fulfill all these things, the expectation, according to Paul, is that, Lord, I pray that the eyes of their understanding will be opened, that they will comprehend and know the greatness, exceeding greatness of your power in them, the inheritance that you have reserved for those who believe in you, and the knowledge for them to know you more so they can get deeper and deeper and deeper with you. That is our prayer, church. That is our prayer. Never ever get satisfied. Never ever get satisfied. There shouldn't be a time in your Christian life where you ever say, I've landed, I'm okay. Because there's so much of him that we haven't seen. And there's so much of him that he wants to pour into us. That is our prayer. Now, quickly, what are the results of a deep dive? And then we'll get to prayer in a few minutes. The result of a deep dive. After we have gone deep into him, after he has filled us, after he's taken us to places where we never ever thought existed, 
after we stood in awe of him and said, boy, I didn't know that was even in scripture. I didn't even know that that's how scripture interprets this verse. That is deeper, getting deeper, getting deeper. Not just the elementary stuff, but getting deeper. This is what happens. Turn with me. Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 11. In this scripture, Jesus is found trying to recruit his disciples, according to Luke's account. And so scripture says, after he has spoken to a group of multitude, he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's boat, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from Simon's boat. So picture that. Peter is what we're talking about. Has a boat, master fisherman. Jesus gets there, speaking to people. He says, you know what? I want to sit in your boat. Push me a little bit into the waters because people are all bumping around him so I can get some space and begin to speak more with some ease. Simon says, yes, sir. That's that. And then after Jesus was done speaking to the multitude, verse 4, he says to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. Note that carefully. Poignant statement. Now, just so you haven't catched this, Simon is not yet converted. He is now being asked to launch deep for a big catch. He's not yet a Christian, if we can. But God had a purpose for him. God knew what he was going to use this master fisherman to do. And so he's testing his faith. He's giving him divine instructions and saying, Peter, there is higher dimensions that I want you to go. This fishing thing is just for a temporary thing, but I'm taking you higher. And for that reason, I need you to launch deep. Now, of course, Peter is thinking carnally because he's a master fisherman. And then he asks, as he always does, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, oh, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Verse 6, and when they have done this, when they have done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets was breaking. There are deep things in the kingdom of God, church, but it requires us to launch deep. Now, if Peter, who has yet to be converted, is being asked to launch deep so that he can see the manifestation and the power of God in the one that is speaking to him. How much more you and I, who now have believed, who now have made room and a place for the spirit to dwell, when he says we should launch deep, brothers, sisters, let's launch deep. Amen. Because there are greater mysteries in the kingdom of God for us to catch. They pulled the a net. And they've never caught fishes in their lives like that. The, the amazing thing, though, is even though Jesus says launch deep, have you realized that it was just at the shallow end of the river? They had not even gone full sea, just at the shallow end. Because he says, just push me a little bit into the river so that I can have space to speak to the multitude. They had not even gone deep into the seas, just right there. As Peter threw his net into what he perceived as deep, into what he believed as deep, at least to the level of his understanding, to the level of his faith at that time, he caught multitude of fish. You've been a Christian 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. 
The expectation is you're already in so deep with Christ Jesus. What fishes have you caught, church? What have we caught so far? What it means is we are still at the shallow end. Now this year, the Lord wants us to launch deep. Launch deep. Launch deep. So that we'll be able to catch as much as he has purpose for us. Skip to verse 9. When all who were there saw this, they were astonished. As the catch of the fish which they had taken, and so also was James, John, and son of Zebedee. So at that time, four disciples were recruited instantly. Why? Because somebody decided to launch deep. Who were partners with Simon? And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. Why? Because from now on, you will not catch fish, but you will catch men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. Listen, when we get into deeper realms of the things of God, number one, our purposes, our interest, our desires, our passion are in sync with the will and purposes of God. Peter was a great fisherman with his friends. But when he launched deep into the things of God, he forgot about who he was in terms of his carnal self. I'm no longer a fisherman. If this man can make me make this in just a day, in just a second, then I believe there are much better things in him. So they said they forsook all and followed him. Church, what are we holding on to as opposed to going after Christ? What are we hanging on to so much dear to us that we can't just let go and get into the deeper things of God? I am praying this year that our focus will be getting deeper into the things of the Lord. Father, whatever takes you away from my mind, whatever takes you away from my focus, whatever replaces you in terms of attention and desire and zeal, take it out so that I can follow you and you can take me deeper into getting to know you more. It reveals Christ, but more so it causes us to have our desires, our emotions, our zeal, our will in sync with Christ Jesus. Number two, when we go deep into the things of the Lord, we are compelled and propelled to do exploits. Listen, when we go deep with him, we are compelled and propelled to do great exploits. Jeremiah 29, paraphrasing because of time. Scripture says, when God formed, I mean, called Jeremiah, he gave him a purpose, a plan. This man was to go and give the most unpopular prophecies to the land of Israel. And so everything he says, he gets into trouble. He gets put in the jail. They whip him. People laugh at him. People mock him. Boy, you are no prophet. Whatever he's saying is not good. And so he gets to a point in his ministry. He says, you know what? I give up. After all, I, 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 I decided to come. I'll go. You know, I, I, you know I, I, I don't think this is for me. Everything I do is not going well. Ministry is not going well. My marriage is not going well. My job and career is not going well. Uh, my ma- pastorate ministry is not going well. Lord, you know what? Let me probably go back and sell my medication. Right? That is the same thing that Jeremiah had gone through. He thought in his head that this thing is not going to work. But listen to what he says in Jeremiah 29. Then I said, I will not make mention of him nor even speak any more of his name. This is what he's contemplating within his spirit and mind. But his word, his word, just as Peter says, 
Nevertheless, at your word, mm, I hope I'm speaking to somebody. Nevertheless, at your word, the same thing, Jeremiah. I said, I'm not even going to say anything concerning him anymore. I'm tired. But his word was in my heart. When somebody says his word was in my heart, what it means is he's gone so deep into the word of God. He speaks the word of God. He breathes the word of God. He thinks the word of God. Every word, counsel that comes out of his mouth is centered on the word of God. And because of that, it was like fire, fire burning and shut up in my bones. And even though I wanted to stop what I said I wouldn't do, I couldn't do it. Why? Because the fire was burning. Because the word was activating. Because I couldn't sit down till I do what the Spirit of God wants me to do. Church, we are praying in the name of Jesus. As we get deeper, may God compel and propel us to do great exploits. Great exploits. Listen, listen, P.I., listen, listen. With all passion, listen. Our work with the Lord is not feeling-based. It's not emotionally-based. Why? Because there are times where you don't want to do it. There are times you don't want to come to church. There are times you don't want to pray. There are times you don't want to give. There are times you don't want to forgive that sister because it hurts so bad. It's feelings, emotions. But our work with him, people who go deep with Christ, we have just crucified the feelings and emotions. We don't feel it anymore. But what? We are propelled by the Spirit. We are compelled by the Spirit. As the Spirit leads, so would I go. As the Spirit say, so would I obey. It's not about my feelings. So this year, if you are still operating under the feeling anointing, emotional anointing, we pray for a change in the name of Jesus. Because that is what has caused us to go in cycles. Because in emotions, it is, goes up and down. Every emotions go up and down. Today you are angry. The next day you are laughing. Today you don't feel like waking up. You want to sleep and chill. The next day, mm, I haven't prayed for a week. Let me go pray. Emotions. But when you are deep in him, even when you want to sleep, you can't sleep because it is shut up in your bones like fire, like fire. May the fire of the Holy Ghost be shut up in our bones, even in the mighty name of Jesus, that we'll be able to possess nations for him. That is our desire. That is our purpose. And I pray that that will be your desire as well. Lastly, a revived life when we get deep into the things of the Lord manifest the power in us. Paul was saying that I pray that they will know the exceeding great power for those who believe exceeding great exceeding great power for those who believe that's you. I said that's you. Antipatience, that's you. Sister Megan, that's you. Edesibe, that's you. Emmanuel Quiz, that's you. Whoever you are there, came and said that's you. The power is in you. But you got to have to get deeper to unleash it. Because you don't even know. You see, it's just like somebody giving you an envelope and you think it's just some envelope and you just threw it in the trash. But if you are taking time to just dig deep into that envelope, you realize that there's treasures in it. Here, when we delve deeper, the manifestation of the power, which Paul talks about, for those who believe that has been invested enough, begin to manifest. Begin to manifest. Let me tell you something. Knowing yourself confirms your identity, but knowing whose you are affirms your authority. Let me repeat that. Knowing myself or knowing who I am 
confirms my identity. So yeah, I'm Pastor Carl. I, I went to school here. I belong to here. I'm a pastor of PRWC. You can even confirm your identity as a Christian. That's good. That's the preliminary elementary stuff. You know who you are. But knowing whose you are affirms your authority. Let me show you something. In Acts, in Acts, now this is Peter. You realize that after he has even done so with a fishing and caught that and followed Jesus, after Christ was crucified, he went back to fishing. Just like Jeremiah was contemplating. I'm tired. Let me just go back and do my own thing. This master is gone. They've crucified him. I don't think if he is being crucified, I amount to nothing. Went back to fishing. Thanks be to God. Jesus resurrects, finds him, restores him, and says, go to Jerusalem and go and delve deep. Go and tarry. Because there is a power that is coming. If you are able to go and delve deep and wait for me, there is a super anointing that will come upon you. That will take away all this fear. That will take away all this weakness. That will take away all this apathy. And you will be used for my glory. So here, on the day of Pentecost, as we know, they delved deep, tarried before the Lord, prayed until the power came. And right after the power had come, after we have delved deeper, this is what I'm talking about, Benefits of delving deeper. We're going to pray very soon. Scripture says in Acts chapter 3 that Peter and John says, let's go pray. It, it amazes me every time I read that scripture. These are people who just got baptized by the Holy Spirit at 9 o'clock. 3 p.m. they are going to the church to pray. If I was one of them, like, come on, the power has come. Let me just chill and relax a little bit. No, 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 no. They want to get deeper. And scripture will say, as it was their practice. What it means is they always went to pray. They always wanted to see the face of the Lord. They always wanted to know more about him. They knew that there were inheritance for them to possess. They knew that there was gold for them to dig. And so they always went to pray. Even after the day of Pentecost. And as they were going, scripture says they get to this gate that is beautiful. The man is sitting down. Now, here is the story that always amazes me. This is Peter, who was ordained an apostle. Jesus called all the 12 apostles. But when Jesus died, he went back to fishing. And then now he says, no, 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 no. That's not what I called you for. Go deep. And after he's gone deep, now the power is here. Now the unction is here. He's going back to church to pray he sees somebody if it was fisherman peter he would have said john man let's duck john let's pass the left side john we don't want people to see us but this time he sees the man and he says look at us drawing attention to himself listen when the power is in you you don't hide fear is gone Apathy is gone. Why? Your passion is to demonstrate the power of God. Your desire is that the Lord will use you for his own glory. And so he draws attention to himself. Look at us. I realize that you want money, but you need something special. Because if it is only money, we don't got nothing. We are poor fishermen. We don't have physical money. But what we have, hallelujah, now he's realized whose he belonged. He's not talking as who he was, as just Peter the pastor, Peter the apostle, Peter the fisherman, but Peter who is now endued with power. With power. Ah, with power. So he says, look at us. What I have is what I give because I can't give you what I don't have. But what I have has a name. His name is Jesus. And in that name, rise up and walk. 
The man is sitting down so baffled because he's still looking for money. Scripture says he held him by the hand, pulls him up, and the lame man begins to walk, praising the Lord. That is how people who delve deep and are endued with power behave. Yeah, this year, I pray that the power of God will fill us anew. Anew. It is not pastor anymore. It is not presiding anymore. It is not the deacons and the elders anymore. It's us. Every single one of us. You have been given power. You have inheritance. You just need to unleash it. But it takes you getting deeper with the spirit. And as you do that, that which he called you to pursue, your purpose, your destiny will surely come to pass. Look at us is what Peter now is saying. When he was running from a little boy, a little girl, actually. Why? Because now he's delved deeper. His thinking has changed. His mindset has changed. He doesn't look at himself in titles. He looks at himself in the anointing that is at work in him. That's you, church. That's you. Scripture says that no one goes to a strong man's house and possesses his properties unless he binds him interpretation you ought to be stronger than the, 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 the strong man in order to possess nations so if we say we are possessing nations it could just be a cliche it could just be a word on the banner oh possessing nations oh possessing nations it takes power to possess nations where do we get power delve deep into the things that god has already deposited for those who believe go tap into the ammunitions go tap into the resources. Go tap into the knowledge and revelation so that God will begin to direct your path. Spiritual GPS, those who are led by God, the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Lord, what do I do this day? I have somebody sitting at the railway station. I need you, just like Philip, whisk away by the power of the Holy Spirit. I need you to go there. There's an Enoch sitting in, in, in a chariot. I need you to go and preach to him. That is what we want to be, church. But it doesn't just come like that. It requires a deep dive, a deep dive. I pray that your passion this year will be different, that your zeal and desire this year will be different, that when we call for prayers, when we call for meetings in your own little closets, you can wait to get there. Yes, you may not feel you tired, the feelings getting, the emotions getting, but at your word, which is burning like fire in my bones, I can sit, but do the will of the Lord quickly. As we pray, get yourself as we pray. How, how, how do we get into a deep dive? Two points here and then we'll pray. Psalms 42, 1 to 7. David gave him in the Psalm of Korah, actually, when you read it. And David, talking about this, says, As the dear panthers for water, so my soul panthers for you. That is what he's saying. And then in verse 7, he says, Deep calleth for deep. And at the sound of your rushing water, deep calls for deep. What it means is you are so hungry and thirsty for him that the moment you hear the sound of the Spirit, the moment you hear the promptings of the Holy Ghost, the moment you hear anything that's got to do with kingdom business, you can't wait, but you rush. You are thirsty for him. You are yearning for him. You are desiring for him. If only you would do that this year, then the Lord says, deep would you go. And after you go deep, you will rise out of your lukewarmness, out of your doldrums, and you begin to soar higher. 
begin to soar higher. You will walk in your destined places. You will begin to fulfill your purpose. People are going to look at you and say, what's wrong with you? And says, I have entered into the deeper sides of the realms of the spirit. And I don't walk by might or power or by knowledge, but I walk by the spirit of the Lord. That is our prayer tonight. Even in the mighty name of Jesus. Number two, live in obedience to his word. This year, God is going to test many of us. Get yourself ready as we pray. God is going to test many of you. God is going to say, I need you to go here. I need you to do this. I need you to humble in this area. I need you to keep quiet in this area. And many of us may fail. But tonight we are praying that we will live in the obedience of the word. Lord, we have toiled all night. Great excuse. I'm a master fisherman. I'm a pharmacist. I'm a doctor. I have PhD. I have that. I know my left and my right. And therefore, this doesn't make sense to me. But Jesus says, delve deep. Delve deep. All that you think you know is just shallow. All that you think you've acquired is just shallow. You are just scratching the surface. That is why you keep going in circles every year. But this year, go deep. And so Peter says, ah, but at your word, at your word, I will delve deep. And look at what happened when he listened in obedience to the word of the Lord. Jeremiah, I don't feel like doing it, but he says his word is compelling me, propelling me, burning me. Mm. Like a pen in my behind. I can't sit. I need to do what the Lord says I should do. Obedience to the word of the Lord. Listen, church. This year, many of you, the Lord spoke to you. There are areas that you are going that you know and you know that you are heading towards the wrong side of his purpose concerning you. Repent. Listen to the still small voice of the Lord. There are so many noise going out there. There are so many compelling messages going out there. There are so many lies going out there. The word of the Lord is truth. It may not sound palatable sometimes. It may not sound so soothing sometimes. It may not be that eloquent and fine as it comes. Sometimes it comes so harsh and in a rebuke form. But listen. Live in obedience to the word of the Lord. And you will see the mighty hand of God at work in you. Lay yourself on that altar. I want you to pretend to see yourself laying on the altar of the Holy Spirit, even as we get ourselves ready to pray. Unmute yourself right now. We're getting ourselves to pray. Lay yourself on that altar. Even as Paul says, present yourself as a living sacrifice unto the Lord. Waiting for the fire of God to consume. Take all the chaff. Take all the filth. Lord, take me deeper. Deeper, deeper, let me swim in the Holy Spirit so that your power will be made manifest in me. Lift up your mouth and begin to thank God for the power, for the wisdom, for the revelation, for the inheritance in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Rama Mahandele Bros, you tell a little bit of a little bit. 
the name of Jesus, we bless your name, O God. Rema kabo sitelebelebe, asandelelele kabrondelebelebe, rebotondolebo sitabayandabra. In the name of Jesus, name of Jesus, sabrendeli mohandelebelebe, raba kabo sitelebelebele mohandele, masutelebelebele mosihandele. Name of Jesus, Tabranda Balaba, Sutelebelebelebe, Sabata. We are praying. This is our first prayer. This is our first prayer. Listen, listen. Three areas that we talked about: divine wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. When we see the totality, it's amazing how the Lord has been speaking through us even since Christmas, the fullness of God. What it means is some of us, we are just touching little pieces here and there, and we seem to be okay with it. But he says, may the eyes be enlightened, our understanding be cleared, our wisdom, the spirit of wisdom will be a portion in the knowledge of the fullness of God. So that we know whose we belong. Lift up your mouth and begin to pray. Enlighten my understanding. Grant me deeper revelation. I know you more and more and more and more and more. Above all things, may you be my center of focus. In the name of Jesus. we see you clearly see you more and we see you more and we see you more Jesus, in the name of Jesus, scale of our eyes, oh God, we go wax out of your ears, oh God, and we know and see you clearly, we know and see you more, then we know and see you completely, in the name of Jesus, Ramatayan de la Balabosia, 
May we see you more and clearly in the name of Jesus. Church, we have an inheritance in Christ Jesus. An inheritance to possess. Hebrews 9.17 says something really, really, really exciting. It says, in the case of a will. Now, inheritance is your father dying, so to speak, and leaving you a will, a, 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 a treasure. Hebrews is confirming that in a case of a will, it is necessary to establish the death of the one who made it. Mm. <laughs> because a will does not take effect until the one who made it has died. And it cannot be executed while he is still alive. Listen, Christ, who is the one who did the will for us? Scripture says he has died. Therefore, every inheritance in that will, every blessing, every authority in that will is us. To those who believe, Paul says, to those who believe, his glorious inheritance for those who believe, we are digging into the things of the deep to find a will which has your name written on it, which has my name written on it, that gives me power and authority to trample upon serpents and upon scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. It is written in that will. But because we haven't gone deeper, we don't even know our inheritance. We pray in the name of Jesus. Father, take us deeper. Lord, take us deeper. Lift your mouth and begin to pray and claim the inheritance of the Lord. Masabra, Bandele bele bele bos, batayan dele bele bele bos, 
Every inheritance belongs to me. Every treasure belongs to me. The deeper things of the kingdom. The things of the kingdom. The deeper things of the kingdom. Things to me. Mandari Basatayandele, Masutolobo Cabrandelebelebe, Ramamacabatan de la Belebelebe, Sutolobolobo Cabrandelebelebos, Andelebre Cabatayandabra. Everything in your kingdom, everything in your kingdom, have given me the power, you have given me the authority, have given me that inheritance. Take it in the name of Jesus, Ramatayandelebelebelebros, Rababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababab
may they be restored. May God use us to bring life, eternal life. Draw many to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Restore life, restore hopes. Bring liberation for those that are in captivity because you are bursting forth the rivers of living water. Lift your mouth and begin to pray. The Lord wants to use you this year. The Lord wants to use us this year. He wants to use you this year. Release that power to activate that power. Jesus, a tap run delebelebelebos, Batan delebelebos, Bamacabatan delebelebos, Delebelebelebelebos, Abatayan delebelebelebos, Rebetan delebelebelebos, Sihandele, Rebetan delebrosi telebe, Tabatayan delebrosi, Remacatandele, Prima Macaboton delebelebos, Rabacabayan delebelebos. Let the power begin to unleash. Fail himself in us. Ribotoyan de la Brosi. Rabatayan de la Balabalabalabalaba. Rebetan de la Balabalabalabalaba. Rebacabosi Telebalabosia. Macabatan de la Balabalabos. Rebetan de la Brohan de la Balabet. Ramacabatan de la Balabet. Rimato, Citelebalabalabos. Matabatan de la Balabet. Sabatayan de la Balabet. Zabori Mahan de la Brabos. Ribatayan de la Balabalabos. Matabo, Likitalia and Delebosi, Rebetan Delebelebelebe, Ramamacabatayan, Rimotondori, Handelebelebe, Sabatayan Delebelebe, Ramatando, Sitabra, Jesus, Masitelebelebosi, Yande, Ribacatayan Delebe, Remacabotandorobo, Rebetan Delebelebos, Tandelebe, Rabacabatan Delebelebe, Ramamacabatayan Delebelebe, Sabatayan Delebelebe. Name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Fire burning in my soul. Holy Ghost fire. Pentecost fire. Fire burning in my soul. Burning in my soul, Holy Ghost fire, because fire, I am burning in my soul. I am fire, oh fire burning in my soul, Holy Ghost fire, because fire. I am burning in my soul. One more time this year. I am burning in my soul. Holy Ghost fire. Empty Ghost fire. I am burning in my soul. Hey, church. 
by Jeremiah. Thus then I said, do not even make mention of him, even speak any more of his name. But his word was in my heart like a burning fire, shut up in my bones, shut up in my bones, shut up in my bones, shut up in my bones. Pray, Father, may your spirit activate itself in me. Spirit of apathy is gone. Spirit of lukewarmness is gone. Spirit of aloofness is gone. You, Sit aloof, Jesus. We not feel comfortable, Jesus. But within our spirits, riendelebo, sit abandele, rabatayandele, bala 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 bala, rebetendele, bala 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 bala, ramama kabatandele, bala bala, zitele, bala 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 bala, handele bros, riba kabatandele, bala bala bala, masutole, bala 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 bala, ramama kabatandele, bliende, remama kabo, sitele, bala 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 bala, ramama kabatandele, bala 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 bala. Sabori handalabra. Name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Massa brandele belebelebe. Makabatori handele. Rebetendele bossi handele. Rebacabondo la bossi handele. Ribotondo la bossi telebe handele. Rimacabatayandele brossi handele. In the name of Jesus. Brandele belebe. Burning us, oh God. Burning us, Holy Spirit. Sabrandele belebe. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lifting up a prayer for our young ones. Listen carefully. We pray for every young one in PWC. Using them as a contact point for the whole Christendom. This generation in which we live in. With all the Leoran spirit that is going around. We pray that the Lord will take them deep, yes. deep, deep, deep. Their passion for the things of the Lord will be like none other. Their zeal to do the will of the Lord will be activated. In this generation, we are praying for the zeal of God that will come on young men and women, that they will take the mantle that the Lord has given them and begin to do great exploits, possess nations, possess campuses, possess communities, influence their friends and peers unto the things of the Lord. Lift up your prayer for these young ones in the name of Jesus. Rabba 
lion spirit that begins to lead them away. Break it in the name of Jesus. Reveal yourself unto them. Reveal yourself unto them. Reveal yourself unto them. Of Jesus. And deep. Deep. And then deep. And then deep. Then deep. Revelation, oh God. Ramataya delebelebelebos. Abandala brassi telebelebelebos. Ramakabayan delebelebelebe. Ramakabatan delebelebelebos. Reboton delebelebele handele. Ramakabatan delebelebelebos. Rebeketen delebelebele handalaba. Mandori bassi telebelebe. Rabataya delamatataya delebros. Rematoyan delebelebelebelebos. Rabatayan delebelebelebos. Matapataya delebelebe. Name of Jesus. Ramatapataya delebelebosia. Matisos. Sikapan delebelebosia. Them on another level, O Lord. Let your fire be activated in them. Let your fire be activated in them. Let your mantle be given up on them. Name of Jesus. Sapatan de le belebe. Sapata brand de le belebe. Masata brand de le belebe. Mandela bros. Tele bele bele bosi. Batayan de le bele bele be. Kaban de le be. Suto le be. Kaban de le bele be. Rabatayan de le bele bele be. Brosi tabayan Name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Listen, church. This year, this fire that is burning so ablazing you, the enemy will try to use a lot of fire extinguishers to try to quench it. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. It might even be your close friends. It might even be members of our church. It might even be colleagues that you interact with. The sad thing is the day that you are so much on fire. That is when the enemy wants to come with spiritual fire extinguishers. Trying to quench the zeal of the Lord in you. The Lord wants me to tell you, be careful your association. Be careful the words you hear. Those that are contrary to his word and purpose concerning your life. For that reason, we are praying in the name of Jesus. Father, may you block our ears against any word that is not of you. May you insulate us, O God. Against every plan of the enemy to quench the zeal in us. In the ill counsel, in the ill counsel. Listen, listen. Some of you, because of ill counsel, some brother told you this, some pastor told you this, some elder told you this, your zeal has dissipated. We are rebuking that in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray right now. In the name of Jesus, build their influence, rebuild 
their lives. We rebuke all that they say. It is not according to your word. We rebuke it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There's a few ones and then we'll wrap it up. Throughout the whole nation in a church. There's a communicate for us to stand in one spirit and intercede for the nations for peace using our country, the United States here, as a point of contact. And therefore, as I speak, all the districts and the locals are praying specifically for this. We want to join our spirits and hearts with them, even mm. as we lift our voice mm. unto the Prince mm. of Peace and asking him to thwart every plan of the enemy. We pray for peace in America, peace in Africa, peace in Asia, peace in the universe. Opium Alpha begin to intercede right now. The plans of the enemy will not stand. It will not stand. It will not stand. Stand. It will not stand. Asapo, sitele bele bele bosia. Kama kabatandele bele bele bos. Rebetendele bo, kabatandele. Raba kabandele. Your peace, O God. Oh God, peace, oh God, transcend all understanding, rule over this country, rule over your created universe. In the name of Jesus, let your peace reign, O God. Let your peace rule, O God. Nation, O Lord. Every work of the enemy, every plan of the enemy, we cancel it in Jesus' name. It is null and void. Null and void. Null and void. In the name of Jesus. Ribata sata brandele belebe, makabo zutele belebe, kandalabra, rama makaba zutele belebe. The mighty name of Jesus. We're lifting up a prayer. Our children are going back to school. The elementary, high school, college students, pre-K, all our kids that are going back to school. Some are doing hybrid. Some are doing full virtual, some are doing full in-person, whatever the jurisdictions may be. We pray for the protection of God upon them. Mm. Yes, pray that this situation will not in any way affect their academic life. Yes, pray for the spirit of excellence, yes. the divine spirit of God should pour upon them. Even in the midst of this pandemic, we pray that our children would excel in all areas of academics. Lift up your mouth and begin to pray. Divine protection upon them. Hey, pray, pray, pray. And for those that are going back to college, those that are going back to high school, those that are going back to um, um, elementary school, pre-K, every one of our children, divine protection, O oh Lord. Protect, 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 protect. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Revive me, O oh God. Let your spirit rend me. I know your will so that I may do your will. Revive me, oh God. Let your spirit reign in me so that I may know your will so that I may do your will so that we may know your will so that we may do your will oh so that we may know your will so that we may do your will just want to remain silent for a few seconds here before the Lord. Allow him to minister to you personally. Your level may be different from mine. You may be still scratching on the surface, but now he's taking you deeper. You may be an ankle deep, but now he wants you to move to your knee level. You may be at knee level, but he wants you to get to your loins, your waist. Your waist is not enough. He wants you to just to swim in it. In an overflowing impartation. Open up and allow him to take you deeper. Deeper, oh God. Deeper, oh God. Draw us deeper, oh Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Yes, Jesus. That spirit of apathy, that spirit of apathy, it is dissipating in the name of Jesus. Yes, come. Uh, Father, let it be dissipated in the name of Jesus. Yes. Mandoribo Cabrata Yantabra. You you had a a, a, a a sense of no purpose last year. This year, the revelation, the wisdom, the knowledge divine from above is your portion. You will not only know who you are, but you will know whose you belong to. That's you, that's you, that's you, that's you. That's you. You will not miss your way anymore. That spirit of depression and anxiety has no grip on you anymore. Because the spirit of the Lord will be working so mightily in you, directing your path, leading you, propelling you, and compelling you to do exploits. That's you. 
All you need to do is allow him to take you deeper. Take you deeper. You were a bad influence to someone last year. Your very word prompted somebody's zeal to quench. The Lord says, repent, for he has a purpose for you. That's you. It is you. Repent. Repent. You feel within your spirit that you are all. I don't care. I don't mind. I can do whatever. I don't repent. Because he has a purpose for you. You are still in a shallow river. For years, you are shallow and he wants you to get deeper. For he has a purpose for you. He has a purpose for you. Don't be a drag. When others are moving forward, you are a drag. The Lord says, allow him to use you to be a push. A push. That's your purpose. Your level of influence is being used the wrong way. Tonight, the Lord says, allow him to grant you direction. Yes, sense of direction. That's you. Take us deep, Lord. Take us deep, deep. deep. We're tired of the shallowness. We're tired of the baby stuff. We're tired of the milk and elementary stuff. We're tired of the bickering stuff. Take us deep. And we would walk, oh God, in your ways. You have a plan and purpose for us. That is what we're waiting for this year. Every single one of those who believe that you have called, reveal yourself to us. Yes. Open the eyes of our understanding. Grant us divine wisdom and knowledge of you. Yes, May we Lord. know the exceeding greatness of your power. Yes. May we begin to delve deep for the inheritance stored for us. So we will not walk like people with no aim. Who walk in purpose with yes. power and might, doing your will, not our desires. Burn in a spirit of apathy in us. Even when we don't feel like doing it, let your spirit propel us to do it because that is the purpose of our calling. We know that you have something great for PIWC. Ah, it is marvelous in our sight. We are praying for the manifestation of it. And I pray, oh God, that that spirit that is burning in us right now will carry us onto another level throughout the year. Ah, that your name will be glorified within us. We pray that we will humble ourselves before you as we lay on your altar. May you consume us with your fire and we will come out refined as gold, fit for every good work in the master's hand. We bless you. We thank you. Continue to cause us to take that deep dive and swim as you lead. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you once again for joining us. We pray you were blessed. Please don't forget to click on the other episodes to continue in your journey with us. Don't forget to also share and follow this podcast. May the good Lord bless you.